Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Blaine Bartlett. He's an entrepreneur, author, executive, and leadership coach, and host of Soul of Business with Blaine Bartlett. Blaine, welcome to our show. Uh, Christopher, it's good to be on. Thank you for having me. So let's just dive into your podcast first. What inspired you to create this thing called the soul of business? So you're saying that business people don't have souls? <laughs> <laughs> Businesses do have a soul. Actually, everything has a soul. It, it came out of uh, a book I wrote, uh, Compassionate Capitalism, A Journey to the Soul of Business, which became an international number one bestseller. Um, and we started looking at, I mean, and it almost is an oxymoron, compassion and capitalism. You know, that, we start with that. People kind of go, what? And then, you know, business conducted appropriately is compassionate. You know, there's, and that's predicated on connection. And you know, it's impossible to have compassion without connection. And what we connect with, uh, essentially, when it's a deep level connection, is soul. So the soul of business, every business starts out with this germ of an idea, this, this, this spark. And that's the soul expressing itself. And over the course of the life cycle, uh, it gets covered up pretty dramatically. But when we look at employee engagement, when we look at uh, the experience of value creation, that comes down to being able to access regularly what the soul of the business is actually about. And so when you interview your guests, I mean, you just talk about more the compassionate side of business and they share examples, or what are some more interesting stories that you've heard from your guests? Oh, goodness. Well, yeah, the, the guest list is pretty eclectic. I've had a major general of the U.S. Army on. We've had uh, entrepreneurs, uh, uh, scientists, uh, philosophers, authors. And the, uh, the question I lead with, and it's the only formal question I ask on the, uh, the show, is for you, when you hear the term, the soul of business, what does that evoke? And that has led us into some fascinating conversations because everybody's got a different point of view, just as you mentioned, you know, when you start thinking about it, the first question is, does a business have a soul? If it did, what would it look like? And we start moving from there. So there's, you know, like I said, some fascinating conversations that come out just in terms of the impact that business has on society. And for me, it's the most pervasive force on the planet. I mean, there is literally nothing that is not touched by the activity of business. Yeah. And if business isn't paying attention to that, um, we have some pretty uh, calamitous results as a consequence. Yeah. I mean, when people look at capitalism, of course, there are some challenges and some, cha some, uh, some weaknesses. But when you look at the entirety of life, even like you look at art, or even I was reading about Christopher Columbus, if you didn't have a wealthy monarch in Spain, you know, commission him to come to the, to the, to the U.S., or if you didn't have... The, the Pope of Rome commissioned Michelangelo paint on the 16th. And like so much of life, art, everything comes from capitalism. Now, again, there's, there's challenges, but I'm saying overall, it's just a great platform and medium to, to really help and inspire people. So what does that evoke in your, in your life, Blaine, when we talk about the soul of business for you? Well, yeah, the idea of capitalism actually didn't come onto the world stage until 1776 when uh, Adam Smith wrote The Wealth of Nations. Um, and these, the examples that you cite are, are pretty good examples, I think, of what happens when, when money moves. You know, money, the intent of money is to move. 
And when it's being circulated, particularly with a good cause, things begin to actually happen in some very interesting ways. Capitalism has been the, I think, the most extraordinarily beneficial economic system ever devised by mankind. Um, and the, yeah, everything works in polarities. Um, it's gone off the rails, particularly in about the last 50, 60 years, when the focus became primarily on shareholder value and you know, short-term quarterly results measured by profit and return on investment. The focus shifted, and this is where the soul of business comes in. The focus shifted from the delivery of value, not from a monetary perspective, but from a societal perspective. Businesses that are thriving make an impact, a positive impact on society uh, writ large. And a lot of businesses today, particularly large businesses, their, their primary motivation is uh, generating profit for the shareholder base. And that is anathema to me, to, uh, to healthy growth. It's a cancerous growth. And so tell us about your Avatar Resources Inc. because you help companies understand how to foster a more compassionate capitalism. So kind of just walk us through more on a high level. How do you go about doing that with executives that might not see it that way? Okay. Um, well, first of all, the word avatar, my company is Avatar Resources. Um, an avatar is, the, is an idea in physical form. I mean, that's actually where I came up with the name of the company uh, 30 some odd years ago. Um, an idea in physical form. And that's what essentially, uh, you know, the Buddha was, Jesus was, uh, and a company is an idea in physical form. So the work we do is specifically organized around the leadership function in an organization. How do, how do the leaders in the organization find ways to keep people connected to that spirit, to that soul of the business that, that was actually its lifeblood in its beginning. Now things have changed in the course of the, you know, the organization growing, but that connection needs to be maintained in some way, shape or form, because that's where inspiration comes from. That's where imagination and innovation come from. And people don't engage with PL statements. They don't emotionally engage with a balance sheet. They emotionally engage with an inspiring idea. And that's where we work is, you know, as a leader, how do you bring that inspiring idea to life or back to life if it's starting to wither and die? That's great. Can you share with us a, a case study of a, of a company or leader you've worked with so we can really see the, the beauty and gems of, of what you're talking about? Yeah, actually up on uh, my personal website, blainebartlett.com, uh, I've got a case study of a group we just finished uh, a, a three and a half year project with in Australia, uh, Savan uh, Manufacturing, and it's a true blue collar manufacturing company. And when they approached us, what they were looking to do was position themselves uh, as the premier manufacturing, and they manufacture sheet metal, uh, premier manufacturing uh, firm of its kind in Australia. And the challenge was um, the workforce, the blue collar workforce, and even the uh, mindset of many of the leaders and managers was that people just show up for a paycheck. They don't show up because there's any inspiration in what they're doing. Well, it took us, you know, it took them and they, they did the heavy lifting on this. All we did was brought some ideas to them and some structure to help work with it. But they began to look at how could they begin to frame what they do in different ways such that people had access to what was really important. Yeah, how can, yeah, the, the dream of the company, yeah, 
you, you want to be able to serve the dream and not have the dream serve you. And that's, you know, there, there's a symbiosis with that. So that, that's kind of abstract. But we did practical on the ground work with these folks, you know, on weekly sessions, daily sessions in some cases. Um, and over the course of three and a half years, I was meeting with them on a monthly basis remotely. I, I flew to Australia about four different times. Um, but they were a spectacular turnaround. They, they are just doing incredibly well. And that case study is up on the, uh, uh, the website. And, uh, you know, we brought in, uh, or I brought in uh, a partner of mine, the Conscious Business Institute, to help uh, facilitate that process. That's great. Blair, Blaine, sorry. How can our guests stay in touch with you and learn more about you or even perhaps be a guest on your podcast? Well, uh, the easiest way is to go to my website, blainebartlett.com. And uh, there's all kinds of uh, information resources on there. There's contact uh, information. If they want to get a little bit more information about compassionate capitalism, uh, my website, the company's website, avatarresources.com uh, is a good place to you know, look there. And there's, you know, there's cross links on both sites. So if you go to one, you'll, you'll end up coming to the other eventually. Awesome. And one final question. What's one thing we can do each day to be more compassionate in business? One thing that you can do to be more compassionate in business, think ahead. What is two things when I'm doing something for the sake of what am I doing it? And that for the sake of what had better be inspirational and it had better be a value add in the broadest sense of the word. And the second thing is to think, you know, four or five steps ahead, what might be the consequences of this action I'm about to take? Is that action going to be generative or is it going to be punitive in some way? Is it going to be contractionary? Is it going to, is it going to negatively impact somebody? And if there is a negative impact involved, how can I mitigate that? So I, I want to take responsibility for my actions as a business leader. I want my company to take responsibility for its actions in the environment. Great. Blaine, thanks again for your amazing advice. Have a great day. Uh, you as well, Christopher. Thank you very much for the opportunity to talk with your guests.